Welcome back to the podcast. Sometimes I get really scared that I'm going to say your name. (laughs) I don't know. Like one day I want to do it on accident, but I always, I like get the the jitters when you're standing up to give a talk somewhere. And I'm always scared I'm going to say, and I'm Jules. (laughs) I don't know why. Do you ever get scared you're going to say the wrong thing? No, no, okay. I don't. Because <laughs> it's because it's probably weird to feel that way when it's your own name. So I think that I'm just always nervous about like the intro, like what comes after we say yes. hi. Like yes, because you know it's never a strong suit of like what do we do after we like mm-hmm. do our intro. We're always scared. Yeah, we usually sing or like <laughs> say something. Or interrupt each other at the same time. <laughs> Immediately, like from the get-go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I get oh it. My One day we should switch and see and if just see. We shouldn't say a word and yeah. just see if someone catches it. Because they were really quick about the article when that we got published yes. in Oxygen Mag when they got our orders wrong, our tea and coffee orders. Yes. <laughs> So I have faith that they would know our voices. I would think so, but a lot, but people have said they think we sound alike. I know, but that was at the beginning. I feel like we don't hear it as much. That's true. People, but at the beginning, I feel like people were like bugged that they couldn't tell us apart, and we're like, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Well, that's like, have you ever listened to a podcast where they are like actual family members, like sisters or something, and they sound so much alike. An example would be Glennon Doyle and her sister have a mm-hmm. podcast and I think their voices sound so similar and sometimes I'm okay. like okay is this Glennon or is this the sis? Mm. So it's tricky. I could see where that would get little little hard. Yeah. Um, today's um, a very big day. I was because... gonna say you should you you should announce what today is. <sighs> Arguably one like, of our favorite days of the year. You guys, Love Island starts today. <laughs> like, are are we ready? That means every day of the week except oh. one night of the week. Right? Is it like five days a week or six? I don't know. It's a lot. I'm always like either way. a day or two behind. I'm always a little behind. Always. So I don't ever really notice. It feels you have like one busy day. day. You have one busy day and you you get behind, you know? I do. Oh. I do know. But it starts today. Have you looked at any of the cast? So I saw one girl. Okay. Like I glanced through an article that was like a these may be the Ooh. girls. Okay. And she looked like Kelsey Wells a little bit. Mm, okay. And so I thought, mm, mm-hmm. Julie will really like this. I will. I'm, I mean, I'm, same. Yeah. In love. And Colby. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone should. <laughs> but that was all I saw. Have you seen the cast? No, I have. I have kept myself from <gasps> looking on purpose. I have gone to Google it like numerous times. And I'm like, no, just wait. Just wait. <gasps> you can do it. I want to be surprised. Look at you. Be surprised. Wow. I'm so excited. Wow. Yeah, we need everyone to post if they're watching tonight. We need to see some stories. You got to tag us in them. 
like we need to have a massive watch party virtually in our own homes all across the world yes we need it we need your opinions we need your thoughts yes like on all the people who do you think are going to be the good first connections Mm -hmm. do we have any like tommy and molly may uh options out there can that be recreated oh millie i love millie and liam oh hopefully we're not giving anything away for anyone i know Sorry. Oops. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, not at all. So anyway, that could have been just an episode because it's that exciting and that big of news that we just needed to announce to the world that Love Island starts today. Our favorite show is back. <laughs> and there's a new villa. Alive. Yes. I saw that online, that there's a new, a completely new villa. The one that they had been renting out was someone bought it, I think. They sold it. So they hmm. just like kind of redid this old villa in the middle of wherever they are and okay and it's supposed to be really great obsessed Mm -hmm. already like Mm -hmm. more nooks and crannies for them all to like make out in we love we do love Mm -hmm. (laughs) can i tell you what i'm struggling with at the moment please shaving my vagina (laughs) Like Let's not in right this actual, it. not in this actual moment. Okay, I I would but hope it. not since I'm here. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Hmm. But like in the moment, currently in my life, the positions I'm mm. having to squat in mm-hmm. to get the creases, all the nooks and crannies, like we were just talking about. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait till you go through this sense, this whole sensation one day, because it's very, you always keep thinking to yourself, like, I'm going to be that one. Like, I'm going to be able to see my vagina my whole pregnancy. <laughs> like, there's no way that you lose sight of it. Like, that you can't see it. And then it happens. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. like genuinely. And like your reach becomes an issue because there's things in the way there's like yeah. a belly in the way well in the way that bend. you're the way you're carrying mm-hmm. too where you're just like straight out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you gotta go like out and then down mm-hmm. and then you add in all the extra blood flow that's happening and your vagina is puffier mm. <laughs> i love this visual so so we have a lot more area to cover to shave. Mm. Everything's expanded. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope no boys are listening. Colby you know goes, you're not going to talk. Hear. They need to hear. <laughs> when I got out of the shower the last time I shaved, because like I have to immediately fall on the bed and take deep breaths. Oh, because it's, it's like a lot. It's so much. It's also like I I do it the day that I get my spray tan so sure. I also shave and exfoliate my body in the shower that same shower session mm-hmm. so by the time I get out of the shower I am like I have ran a, an actual oh. marathon is how I feel yes and so I collapse on the bed and breathe <laughs> for like 10 minutes and then I carry on but I told Colby I said I need to tell my friends on Flourish about this like, yes this is this has to be told to people because I didn't, I was never told that this is how it is. 
And he was like, do you think you're kind of done, like, maybe being the gross one? <laughs> like, could you maybe not be the gross one anymore? I'm like, Colby. I you're just people open. appreciate my honesty. They do. They appreciate your honesty. They absolutely I'm do. I'm sorry. Clavicle hairs Julie brought up. So yeah. I'm not just the, the only sick one. No. No. <laughs> no. No. And you're also going through different things right now yes. new things that you've never experienced very new where i very just new. like my new things are clavicle hair yours are not <laughs> being able to see your own bits you know <laughs> oh my gosh so that anyway, that's wild. that's my update over here i bet like you almost just need to sit down like in the shower oh, yeah i need well, like like to shave the legs bench. and you do you need something to sit yes on. Like, yes stool Mm-hmm. And then a mirror. <laughs> right. That would help. A mirror for the down under. Right. Well, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people do have mirrors in their showers. Yes. I do. I do not. But I have Same. seen them like when I've been in Airbnbs and stuff or like other people's mm-hmm. homes. Like some people have mirrors in their showers. That's and true. Sometimes I think that that might be like a great idea like when i'm washing my face like to see makeup what you're doing like washing your face making totally. sure you're like shampooing your whole head true i don't know sometimes i think it might true. be a good idea i you know or i might need to install one yeah or like because jay will like shaves his face he'll like shave before he gets in the shower right mm-hmm. and um and it's like messy, right? Very. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> just hate like it. messes up my bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if I put a mirror in there, if he could just then shave his face in there. Okay, maybe, maybe maybe you should just do it and see what yes. happens. And like not push him into nope. being like, oh, this is why I got it. I can just put let it, it be there. his idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm hmm. We love when it's when we just plant seeds, you know? We ha- You have to do it that way for some people. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Most, mostly, I feel like husbands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Big I, generalization. But huge, huge. But we kind of mean you it. Just, <laughs> we really mean it. Sometimes you have to just plant the seed and it's their amazing idea when they figure it out. And you yes. just say, hmm. You say, wow. You're so right. Ingenious. You're amazing. You you're gonna you're gonna shave your face in the shower? No way. What? I'm gonna miss your hair all over the sink out in the bathroom. Yeah, I really got used to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um can I tell you something exciting that's been happening at my house? Tell me. Listen, do you remember? Do you remember last summer? When uh-huh. I complained to you every day about how hot my house was. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I already know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And my house was a running 89 degrees every day. You guys, we would go hang out at their house. Yeah. And like, we would have to ask ahead of time, like, should we maybe just come in our swimsuit? Because yeah, it was so Hot and humid. My house felt like Florida. Okay. When, like great for the skin. <laughs> yeah. 
superb for the skin. Bad but not for, great for a hang. Like, the cookies, the crackers, <gasps> anything you want crunchy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my house was so hot, so humid. And it really got to us last year. Stop. So we are now no. the proud owners <gasps> of air conditioning. Aircon. What aircon? <laughs> Stop it right yes. now. Yes. When did we it happen? It. Uh, it happened about a month ago. Stop and, it. Yes. And we haven't been able to, like, less than a month, I guess, like two or three weeks. But we really haven't used it until okay. now because Utah's weather has been so bizarre. We, like, haven't mm-hmm. needed it. So we're wondering if this is, like, some sort of, like, universe thing where we're, like, we wait all these years to get a seat. And now Utah's, like, cool and and rainy and, like, not a desert. Not hot. Yeah. But I'm sure it will come. And so we did. We Another thing we did, which I recommend to every person that owns where they're living, or even if you're renting, I don't know if you can, like, ask a landlord or maybe even just pay for it yourself. But we got all of our vents cleaned, all uh-huh. of our, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. got all the vents blown out, like all, all of that nasty stuff. And like, we have cleaned our vents out before. This is like mm-hmm. a kind of like a, an OCD thing for Jay. Like he likes to have the vents cleaned. And, yeah. And anytime you move into a new home or like somewhere, I s- so highly recommend Oh, cleaning your like return vents, your AC or furnace vents, mm-hmm. because they're just filled with dead skin cells. You know what I mean? So much dead skin and hair. Yeah, and yep. Mm-hmm. And so we got those cleaned, which was like so satisfying and sick and like uh, happy. And we got air conditioning. This is unbelievable. I know. I feel like I because you know I had AC growing up. I was very fortunate and took it you know took it for granted every day mm-hmm. of my whole life. And then I have not had air conditioning in a place that I have lived for at least six years. So I don't know how you've done it. Yeah. It's been very hot. Did you very guys hot. install it yourself or did you hire someone? Oh, no, we hired someone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's not, that's not an us thing. We're not that brave. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's like oh. the biggest news around my house is that we have air conditioning and it's cold. Oh, air conditioning very. is c- very cold air. Like I'm not used to uh-huh. it. Huh? When you guys would turn your like the, whatever the, the hell you thought was AC. The swamp cooler. Yeah. Okay, so the many people cooler. have a swamp. And you would you would say it's it's cool though. The air is cold that comes out of it. We me and Colby would look at each other and be like, I'm sorry. You should be shivering if it's cold. This is hot. <laughs> it's but, like, it really is wild what you get used to. And like mm-hmm. so many people have swamp coolers and like have them for their whole lives and they love them and they get so used to them and they're way cheaper to run than an AC. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, an AC is not cheap to install either. Oh, but mm-hmm. like some people mm-hmm. love a swamp cooler. Like they do. They love the humidity. They love that it makes their cookies and crackers soft. And like, I really tried to own that life and I did well mm-hmm. for a time. And then mm-hmm. I snapped. I snapped. Last summer made me snap. But we have who AC. Was like, who was more pushing it out of the two of you? You know, 
It really was pretty equal. Last okay. summer, yeah. Last summer, it was just, it was so hot. And then we had so many fires on the west, oh, in the west. Yes. And so running our swamp cooler, it takes in air from outside. So the air quality was so bad that we honestly didn't even hardly run our swamp cooler last year because we didn't want, A, it was over 100 degrees, like, all summer. And yeah. so when the swamp cooler gets too like when it gets too hot outside the swamp cooler doesn't work and then if you're pumping in like smoky air then you're just breathing in like such like so scary stuff yeah and so since jay i felt like last summer i was way way pushing for it like right at the end of summer and we got a quote and it was so expensive because of all of the like backlog of supplies and so we didn't do it then because they said it was going to be more expensive And so I was like, you know what, maybe we can do one more summer. I felt like I had like forgotten, you know, and Jay Mm. was like, you know what, for my allergies, since, you know, we know that Mm. you and he Mm -hmm. get such terrible allergies. He was like, why am I pumping the outside into my home? You know, (laughs) just pumping the pollen into my, into his lungs. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I felt like I really pushed it last fall. He pushed to get new quotes this summer and it was way cheaper, by the way. I'm it, sure to do it now and uh so yeah it was a team effort but we're feeling Ugh. good and cool here wow yeah wow so that might not wow. be a big deal to like a lot of people you might be really bored about that topic but it's a really big deal for me so well I and share. for me because I didn't yeah. think it would happen yeah yeah mm-hmm. I think you guys only came to our house like twice last summer because it just yep. like became not an option anymore no 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 nope mm-hmm. Not an option at all. Nope. It's just too stinking hot. Uh Uh-huh. It's just a really weird feeling. Like, to go from the outside where you're, like, sweating to going inside where you're, you just continue to sweat. (laughs) Like, it's such a bizarre thing. It's mostly, like, laying in bed at night being sticky. Oh, yeah. We just, like, laid on top. Laying on top. It was, we just, oh, yeah, we were so hot. Uh-huh, and we would uh-huh. use our, hu- <laughs> you know what's funny? You know how humidifiers can, like, be cold? Yes. Have you ever noticed that? Like, yeah. your humidifier, like, sometimes we'll wake up in the night and we're like, ooh, the humidifier is, like, blowing out all this, like, cool yes. air. We'd use our humidifier as, like, a cold oh, that's thing. we just so crank wrong. it up to, like, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> that's when you know. Anyway, I feel like I'm living a life of luxury. I just you are feel really fortunate that I was able to get AC and just felt like I needed to share with my friends. <laughs> well, I'm very, very happy for you. Thank you so much. Very happy. Can't wait for like our first really like in the 100s day yeah. for you to just like live mm-hmm. your best life in your house. Yes. Crank, mm-hmm. I'm just going to start spending all my money on AC now. Yes. <laughs> Such We're a fun thing. Overboard. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Should we jump in? Let's do today's topic. Hefty. Yeah. Lots of write-ins. Yes. We thought that it today could be like a um in honor of it being Billy's birth month. Ugh. You know? Billy. Could be coming any day, if we're mm-hmm. being honest. Mm-hmm. We thought we'd do like yep. a mom's tell all episode. Julie like brought it up and and then she wrote because I think we've told you that we communicate through a shared notes on our phone and we'll like throw in ideas and whatnot into our shared notes and she wrote this idea and then in parentheses she like (laughs) wrote unless this is going to be too scary for you (laughs) 
well, I unless just, this is just too much. Yeah, I didn't want it to like stress you out because no. you know, like, so the episode is that moms are giving us advice on what they wish they would have known before they had kids or like tips mm-hmm. or things they wish they would have known or done or all the things. And yeah. so I was like, that could either be like super beneficial and fun mm-hmm. for like someone that's just about to be a brand new mom. Or I could see that it could absolutely like stress you out and like mm-hmm. make you think too much. Mm-hmm. So but guess I thought what? I'd let you choose. <laughs> Knowledge is power. We do love that. Remember? We do. We do remember <laughs> that knowledge is power. So I think more information, the better. And Great. then, like, how everyone made me think that pregnancy would be a living nightmare, and then it wasn't, I, like, I'm really happy that I heard that it was going to be a living nightmare, and I thought it would be that, because then it made my experience way better when it wasn't. <laughs> it's all about expe- just managing expectations. Totally. You know? <laughs> So no, this doesn't scare me. And I think that anyone, whether they want to be a mom or not, could listen to this because maybe they'll hear things and it will be like, oh, wait, that sparks something in me to want to be a mom now. Yeah. And if not. I thought I wanted to. And even if just empathy showing like being like more empathetic towards moms or pregnant women or friends that are going through pregnancy. Yeah. Or it might make you never want to be a mom <laughs> it might there is, is always totally that. fine <laughs> there is, is always that which is also a very great life so <laughs> sure absolutely we i'm doing it so far so far uh-huh. so good mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway you guys wrote in like we could we could publish th- this until a no book, truly i think truly how many responses we got from this which is really nice like I think that that's so awesome that people are willing to share I think that that is a newer concept I feel like Mm -hmm. women especially of the past or in the past have tried to portray tried to be perfect or like the perfect mom or that they did everything exactly right and that they had all the answer or they had it all together Mm -hmm. or whatever and I feel like today is is becoming so much more of like an open and honest and like real conversation totally. of like being a mom and how things are after you've had a baby and like what that looks like. And so it's been mm-hmm. really cool to like scroll through these responses and feel just so much like honesty from from everyone, which I feel like is really cool. Yeah, I think that this... I just think back to how many clients I've had or friends I have that don't have siblings who have had children or maybe even a mom who talks openly about um, raising children or being pregnant and just like how lonely and dark it can feel when mm-hmm. you don't have support um, or if you're going through a pregnancy without a partner or something like that and you just want information that isn't like necessarily a published book like sometimes you just want realness from like a community of people your age same kind of demographic like in general there's just something about it and so I've just thought as we've I've I mean like Julie said it's there is 
there were so many responses like by far the most we've ever had ever mm-hmm. and to like I wish I could we could just hand this out to everyone right because I think it could be like the bible for <laughs> any one expecting or wanting to like it's just a big hug like oh here's your support yeah it's like the updated what to expect when you're expecting Uh slash when you're a mom book yes yes so we're excited to be able to give this information we are so without further ado do you want to start Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay On being a mom, there are women out there who say that all they ever wanted was to be a mom or they were born to be a mom, et cetera, et cetera. I have never been that woman, so I felt inadequate before I even thought about having my own kids. However, despite not being a typical housewife mom, my daughter and I are best friends. I love being her person and she always chooses me to care for her, which means the world to me. I am perfect at being her mom and she is perfect at being my daughter. And that's all that matters. I wish I had worried less about how I compared or didn't compare to the moms around me. You know, that is like, in a nutshell, a a big part of my fear of having kids is that like, Mm. I've never felt like, um, cause you do, you, I mean, I feel like Everyone can think of like that one friend of like one or two oh. people that are like they were born to be a mom. They like were mm-hmm. just that was their purpose. They knew it. They talked about having babies when they were like in high school. You know, it's like they wanted mm-hmm. to be a mom. And I feel like that has always like I've I'm the same way as this person. I've that has never been my like personality. And so that's same. it is like great to hear that you like I love that she says she's being she's perfect to being her daughter's mom you know Mm -hmm. and she's perfect at being my daughter and that's so true it's so individual such individual relationships Mm -hmm. which are really cool yeah Okay, this one says, some days or weeks are very hard and it seems like the terrible phase or day will be your life for forever. But just know it is not the rest of your life. Kids go through some rough phases and then the next week they are so fun. Basically just having perspective that if you're crying every day with your baby, it's not the end of the world and that you are still a good mom. At least that's what I tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I have like, I've said this a hundred other episodes, but... I've really worked on this year having the mindset of everything is temporary. Sometimes that like makes you feel really sad and it will help you like live more in the moment because you're like, oh yeah, this like, it could end so fast. Like I should appreciate this more or like put my phone down. Um, But also when there's like something painful or hard or scary or draining, it's also temporary. Everything's temporary. Like there is going to be a change. Yeah. There are like seasons to everything. So, yes. so I know I will need that advice when yes. I'm having sleepless nights, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. This says, was not prepared for the night sweats. Those first nights postpartum and breastfeeding. Full head to toe sweat soaking wet. Yes. I have heard that you like literally dr- like drain water out of your body. This is news to me. 
This is news. Like new news. All that retention you have during your pregnancy, it just like literally explodes out of your body every way it can. (laughs) So crazy. Yes. Oh, exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So fun. This says, I wish someone told me that it that it doesn't get easier. It in fact gets harder as they get older. Everyone spoke up about the newborn stage up until potty training, but no one told me that as they get older, they actually need more guidance, and it makes being a mom even more exhausting. It's no longer about teaching them how to walk or talk or go to the bathroom or dress themselves, teach them their manners, and so on. It's about teaching them to set boundaries from a young age and how to communicate respectfully so they can create healthy relationships. It's about showing them how to be treated by the opposite sex in any setting. It's about helping them deal with their emotions. In the end, no one told me that by teaching my children the foundations of a real meaningful life and teaching them the opposite of what I was taught, I was not only enriching and enhancing their lives, but also healing myself from my old chi- my own childhood traumas. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's very, very, very beautiful. That is. Um, this says my children will never understand how much they've impacted my life in such a positive way. And it's something you can't fully understand until you have children of your own. They truly are the greatest gift of life. Sweet. Mm-hmm. This says, and this one's, this is, in, this is interesting. This next message, um, there were both sides to this like I feel like there were a lot of people that said this same message and a lot of people that said mm. the exact opposite of this message so this one says I absolutely hated when people told me to quote enjoy every second because it goes so fast quote honestly mm. such bs becoming a mother was so hard for me and although I wanted to enjoy every second of the newborn phase I felt so guilty for the moments that I didn't love and there were plenty of those moments I say, enjoy the moments. You can give yourself grace for the moments you are taking a shower just to give yourself some alone time to cry. Motherhood is beautiful, but it is so hard. And yes, I do wish I had enjoyed more of the newborn phase, but it was just so hard for me to connect to my baby at first. Ugh. Which that is so common. You hear that so much. Yes. So much that not everyone does connect to their baby right away and that that's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so okay. But well, in in other responses, it's just so interesting. It just reminds you how, again, how individualized like each experience is because other people say like, do enjoy every single second, mm-hmm. you know, because they feel mm-hmm. like it does go so fast. So it's just so interesting. Everyone's different opinions. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, my biggest advice is to find a doctor you trust and ignore the milestone checklists. Your trusted physician will make sure your baby is on track or within a normal range. I wasted so much time worried about her development instead of letting her grow at her pace and enjoying everything. This doesn't mean don't actively encourage growth and achieving new skills. Just don't stress if each box isn't checked when it, in quote, should be according to Google. My physician helped my baby be diagnosed with a brain condition called hydrocephalus. Mm. Not a doctor. Sorry, don't quote me on that. (laughs) She was so on top of my daughter's growth that we were able to get ahead of the problem and get her the surgery she needed quickly. Find a physician you trust. Wow. Amen, sister. Yeah. Honestly. 
You have to be an advocate for yourself and do and what makes you little, feel comfiest. Yes. And for a new little person, too. Yes. Yeah. This one says, self-care is more important than ever. I felt like I completely lost myself trying to give 100% to my child, my husband, my job. I slowly came to realize I have to recharge and also prioritize myself sometimes. Like girls' nights uh, and not just playdates. A bath, watching a show by myself, getting a drink, driving my car with the windows down and music loud. Yes, I'm a mom and I love that more than anything in the world, but I'm also still myself and I have wants, needs, dreams, and desires. Preach. Mm-hmm. I love when my clients will tell me, like, they'll come get their hair done. They're a mom and they come get their hair done. They have a sitter and they're like, oh, I'm going to go eat lunch by myself <laughs> after this at a nice restaurant, sit at a table alone. Amazing. And, like, that's so exciting for them. Mm-hmm. And I I know that I'll feel that one day. I know Absolutely. I will. And I think you deserve every freaking second of that. Same. Take it. Take mm-hmm. as many of those seconds as you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. This says that it's heartbreaking when your child goes through something that you can't fix. one says how much you'll love your kids it's wild like a love you never even knew until you have them um let's see i'm a labor and delivery nurse and wish moms knew more about birth and how amazing women's bodies are i wish moms were more educated before coming to the hospital let's see Did I read that wrong? No, you read it right. I think she just got cut off. Okay. Just being more, it sounds like just being more appreciative of our bodies um, and more educated about what our bodies go through. Yeah. I bet, I bet being a labor delivery nurse is so eye-opening. You get to see (sighs) just miracle after miracle or just like incredible things Mm -hmm. all the time. Right. She said, you have to learn how to be a mom just like you would have to learn doing anything new. I Love like that. that. I do too. I like how simple that is. Yep. It is. It's like you have to practice. You have to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Never done it before. I don't know how to read piano music. Like Same. I'd have to learn. Right. <laughs> Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Same, same. <laughs> I think learning piano music sounds way easier than being a mom though. <laughs> Maybe I'll choose that. (laughs) Oh, okay. It says how difficult it is to balance being a mom, housewife, and work full time. And it can't all be perfect. This says that it's okay to want a break and also to take time for yourself. It's so important. Mm -hmm. That having your last baby will be so hard. Shutting that door was one of the hardest things. Oh, that's sad. It is. You hear that, like, yes. so often try, like, trying to decide, like, okay, is this it? Is my family complete? Do I want more? Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm. Yeah. This one says, um, it might make you resent your own mom. I have actually heard that a lot. <laughs> People that have, like, poor childhoods... 
I mean, yeah, I have a best friend who would probably say that. Like, just once you become a mom yourself you and you, like, realize how much love you want to put into them and you didn't ever get that from your own mom and you're it, like, really confuses you when you're like, how the heck did she not want to give me this kind of love and I'm wanting to give it to my baby? Yeah. So that's an interesting perspective. Super. Um, every single thing will pass. No stage is forever. Mm-hmm. This one says to give yourself so much grace. That it's the hardest job you will ever experience, but this love is absolute magic. So this one says to do not rush the stages. Life is too short and too fast. Remind yourself to try and enjoy the hard parts too because you will miss it one day. Read good parenting books. This one says that it is possible to not have postpartum depression and experience postpartum euphoria instead. Okay. This girl that wrote that. Yeah. She literally has like you like actual outer body euphoric experiences when she gives birth and really? after. That's amazing. And she was like one of the first, I actually want her on our podcast one day. She was like one of the first people that like changed my entire perspective on motherhood and like the scariness and the, just like the power we have in our minds to create what we want to create. And Amazing. Call yes. her up. Let's, let's get her on this. I'd love euphoria in my daily life, you know? Yes. Especially please. having a baby. Sounds way better. Uh, okay. When you have a second baby, you might resent your first baby or your second baby or your dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my biggest fears. Yeah. And I'm like, it won't happen. I won't right. let it. But you hear it all the time. You do. The relationships with the dogs changes. <gasps> Mm-hmm. That's what I people say. They're like, it. dogs are your kids until you have human kids, and then they Stop. like become dogs. I'm like, <laughs> they what? Become dogs. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah, no. What do you mean? Like, literally, what do you? Like, what does that mean? Truly. <laughs> no, no. Uh, this one says, if they sleep bad, it is not your fault. Some kids sleep bad despite your best efforts. Mm. That is Sit true. On the, yeah. Sit in the couch on the couch and do nothing but take care of your baby for the first four weeks. I love that. That's not the first time we've heard that advice. No, on, remember how Dr. Podcast. Brumley was like, Yeah, you're literally not allowed to do one single thing. Didn't she say two weeks? I think she said two weeks, yeah. For the first like, two weeks, like And don't I was move. like, I was like, you mean I can't vacuum? <laughs> She's like, don't even look at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it really is probably so true. You can just stare at them. Just stare at them for two weeks. Ugh. I don't know. Well, yeah, okay, okay, okay. You're going to have to sit still. Stop. Like, that's going to be the hard part for you. I'm so scared. I feel like you're going to like be great and so happy that you have this baby, but you're going to be like, okay, but like, back to, What's next? Back to life. Move, moving on what do I everyone's have to do gonna today? come tie me to the couch honestly you're gonna like what about your to-do list you're gonna have to, like, stop cut them up 
this one says, don't take their successes or failures personal. It's usually not your fault and just their personality. Hmm. Um, this is just very simple. Less is more. This one says, do your own research on vaccines and medicine. One way is not always the way. Um, don't be too hard on yourself. You will have low days and it's completely normal. This one says, to prep more for breastfeeding, I was clueless. Um, the fourth trimester is so hard. No one ever tells you how hard it actually is. And you know what? I have already said this before, but I have not read one baby book. <laughs> I bought a fat stack of all the best. Okay. Didn't read one. Amazing. Every time I op- every time I grabbed one, I felt my body immediately reject it and say, don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I have, I am in like an intense study of the fourth trimester mm-hmm. and specifically the Asian culture and how they treat postpartum and fourth trimester. And that is one thing. Like I... <laughs> I think people should study that instead of read all the baby books because it is definitely not something people prepare you for and it's like the most important part. Yeah. Well, what do they do like in their culture? Like what, how do they, what are like some of the things that they do to try to help? So first of all, they treat pregnant people like queens like actual royalty and then especially postpartum mamas um it is like this collective effort where like the women in your life like your mother your sisters your friends they all come and like live Mm. with you and take Mm -hmm. shifts they massage your feet they do They prepare bath soaks for you that have all these herbs in it. They do like vaginal steam sessions with herbs to heal your insides. They, you are not allowed to wash your hair or to (laughs) become cold. Like anything that could make you shiver, you're not allowed to do. They only, you're only allowed to like eat warm foods and soups and broths for the first however long. Um, And... It's all about like, oh, you need to like be in the sun for a certain amount of time every day and your baby does as well. And you need to walk barefoot while you carry your baby against your bare skin to allow the earth to heal you there. You need to drink like mineral water instead of this type. Like there are so many, like it all has to do with very natural mm-hmm things and herbs that it honestly it's just like revitalizing your body again after you just did something for 10 months right they're very big about like talking about that it was actually 10 months that you <laughs> like in america we're always like you're pregnant for nine months yeah but really it's like 10 um and then how like we are just towards the end of your pregnancy you're like at the doctor once a week and then you have the baby and they're like okay see you in six no truly with no advice yep (laughs) no direction 
Yeah. No, like, oh, hey, you are so depleted. Your baby sucked all and every living thing out of you. Good luck trying to figure out how to get your body normal again. Like, yeah. So their culture is just so big about there's like a very proper way to nourish your body um, so that your mental health is like pristine. Mm-hmm. And they have like the lowest rates of postpartum depression. Um, and like the children turn out that like are more happy because of the way, I mean, because of how mom feels. Yeah. And so anyway, I would love if, we, if anyone listening knows of someone that is like deeply involved in um, that part of like mm-hmm. postpartum care and maybe has a background in that culture. Yeah. We would love, 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 love to have them on because this like little bit that I've been researching and reading, there's a book I'm reading about it and it is just like, I'm you so grateful I found I like it. People are going to want the name. So you should say the, the first, name. first 40 days. Okay. And it also gives recipes. Cute. Ugh, it, but it, it is, is, it's true as well that they I feel like they really take care of each other. Like I have mm-hmm. patients and they have told me that their moms have flown from across the world to come and live with them for like mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. And in, in this book, a lot of it is a year. Yeah. They come and they stay and they take care of you. They help take care of the baby. Totally. All of it. It's like the most beautiful and everything you, you read as you read this, you're like, what the, like this makes so why wouldn't you do this? Like this yeah. makes, it's like our basics, but for some reason we like, I feel like you feel like you have to like be ready to go back to work at six weeks and you have to be ready to have sex at six weeks and show off your hot body at six weeks and <laughs> yes, like go out to dinner with everyone on your second week postpartum and let everyone in your home. And really it's like such a sacred time Mm -hmm. and it's also such a healing time and there are so many things to do to get back like our hormones and to like be brave to tell people like hey instead of bringing over jimmy johns (laughs) yep can can you actually maybe make me something with this in it like because this is what i this is what's going to nourish my body right now And it talks a lot about that. Like, don't be afraid to, like, ask people to make you certain things. And anyway. Yeah. Really cool. We need someone on the podcast that can give us. Because that was just, like, a very rough analysis of what I've been learning. (laughs) Love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yikes. (laughs) You go ahead. Uh, Okay. Um, It's (laughs) totally normal for babies to wake through the night often in the first year. So expect it. Mm, Sleeping sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather not. (laughs) That's really sad. (laughs) Um, Breastfeeding is hard AF. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, It says you'll get so much advice, but you will know what to do for your baby. Trust yourself cute i believe it i believe we have all the answers in us totally 
Breastfeeding is so painful and it's a huge learning process. Was worth it though. Yeah, I've heard the beginning is rough. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough, rough. Um, let's see. This one says, people talk a lot about postpartum and the newborn stage. I feel like no one properly warned me about toddlerhood. My patience has been tested to its limits, but has also grown immensely. I know all kids have their hard stages, and ours was absolutely the terrible twos. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the kids will suffer from depression and mental illness, and it will be a B, a bitch, <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> I almost kept it PG. You did. You, were, you tried. A B. <laughs> then it came out yeah it just popped right out (laughs) it's uh this one says you might grieve and miss your old life a little and that's completely normal Mm. your body sags after and hormones keep you from losing the weight self-love is so important this one says it is okay to formula feed Mm-hmm. it's okay to set boundaries we love the boundaries we do we talk about them all the time we do. <laughs> put up those fences mm-hmm. get on your island don't let anyone on you don't want on yes and to that point this person says it's okay to not want visitors and if you're not and that you're not selfish for feeling that way mm-hmm Don't try to do it all. This one says, not every mom is super maternal. Working can keep you sane. As someone who lost their mom as a child, you understand the love your mom has for you, even though you may not have been old enough to have memories of what love felt like. Mm. Um... To be aware that postpartum depression doesn't necessarily end after you are, you're like physically healed. That this girl says that a year later and she is still struggling. That's, that is like Mm. such a reality for so many people. Yes. This one says you feel isolated in the beginning. That you will cry a lot. (laughs) How you you doing, Nick? (laughs) You doing okay? I just like start breathing really heavy, like mm-hmm. hyperventilating. I like am for you. I'm like, no, just happy, positive thoughts. Happy thoughts. <laughs> um, that though labor and delivery is hard, the process is beautiful. It's the hardest but best job ever. That you don't need all the gadgets that you put on a baby registry. So many people say that. Yeah, I've heard that a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ooh, not having visitors at the hospital was the best. I believe that. Same. Um, 95% of your arguments will be because of the kids. You won't even realize it. Um, it's not funny that, like, as you get older and grow and, like, your life changes that you start to argue about different things. Truly. Like, even think about the things that you used to fight about when you were dating versus what you, like, have thought about through marriage. And then you 
add a kid in there and I'm sure the fights become there's so many more options of things to argue about yes it's an interesting thought such an interesting thought um it's okay if you love your kids and being a mom but you aren't loving that you're losing yourself that you could possibly need an emergency c-section no one prepared me for that It's okay to let baby cry. Safe, clean, and fed. Crying doesn't hurt them. Sleep training, 100%. The first two months are survival. Let people help you. Routine is so important. Establish good bedtime habits. That breastfeeding doesn't just come naturally and to try to prepare. Um... You will be bombarded with unsolicited advice, and it's okay to do things your own way. <laughs> this says that it's okay for your body not to bounce back. If you give your body some grace, it goes through a lot. Um, go to a public floor PT regardless of tear. Or delivery type. Just push to see one. We agree over here. You want to know how much we agree? <laughs> we had a pelvic floor therapist on our mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. She was one of the smartest people I think I've ever spoken to. Just jaw on the ground the whole time. Both of us. We couldn't Just believe really, it. really, really confused that I've we had never again. heard such yeah. things. Yeah, I've listened mm-hmm. again and I'm s- there's things I'm still not sure I, I heard, yes. actually heard. Or understood. <laughs> she was incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's okay to be sad about not having your old life and old body. Grieving is okay. After birth contractions are horrible, especially with breastfeeding. Kate, a few people wrote about after birth contractions. Yeah, I saw that. Which I don't know if I've heard about that. Same. I know that people have said, like, my sisters and friends have told me that it hurts really bad. Like, the doctors have to come in, like, press on your uterus ugh, after, like, ugh. they press on your belly, you know, like, after delivery. And that's all I've really heard about. I don't feel like I've heard about the post-birth contractions. Mm-hmm. Like, how mm-hmm. long did those last? I One sounds too much. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Okay. Is it your turn? Um, sh- <laughs> sure. <laughs> but why, why are we this way? Um, why? Truly. The, that mom guilt is a real thing and it's something you have to get comfortable feeling. Ooh, the mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, this one's good when it... I, and I've heard different things with this, too. This one says, when in the hospital, let the baby sleep in the nursery. Use the help while you have it. Ooh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like all my sisters did that, and they said it was, like, the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. That you can really control the environment of your birth. Refuse interventions and trust your body. Let's see. This one says, nipples are owie for about two two and a half weeks, then you're in the clear, and that you can say no to visitors. The the owie nipples, like, (laughs) is there anything worse? 
I'm not sure. Oh, well, there. I think there is. This girl says, your first shit after birth kills. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. So scary. Oh, get those mm-hmm. squatty potties out. Mm-hmm. Let's see. This one says, no one tells you what happens to your body right after birth. All of the huge blood clots, the nursing contractions, etc. Hmm. Um, I wonder if, because when people are talking about the afterbirth contractions, most people have talked about it in relation to breastfeeding. Ah, I don't, yes, because I, I, I do know breastfeeding makes your uterus contract. So I wonder if that's, if maybe if you're, um, if you formula feed, if you don't get mm-hmm. those or as much. Yeah. Interesting. Be prepared for how lonely motherhood can feel in our society. It's a very big factor in postpartum depression. Yeah, I hear that a lot. I hear, like, making sure you have a really good support group and being honest with people when you're not okay is just, like, absolute key. Yeah. This one says, there are too many opinions on social media. Don't follow every mom account you find. Um, prepare to go with the flow. Babies are unpredictable and change schedules very often. I feel like I'm not, I mean, I'm definitely not a mom, but I feel like that's almost the key is like, just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Like some of the moms mm-hmm. that I look up to are the go with the flow type mm-hmm. of parents where it's like, well, this isn't working today. So we'll just, you just got to change course. <laughs> got to figure yeah. out what's next. Yeah, someone else, like, wrote expectations, throw them out the window. (laughs) I like that. It's like, you just gotta, you have to just be flowy. Yeah. Let's see. This says that it can be really hard on your marriage, but just stay patient and strong because you will pull through. Mm. Parent yourself, too, in front of your child. Hmm. Ooh, that's good. Like, point out when you're wrong. Yeah. I like that. Let's see. That postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety is a thing and how to mentally prepare for it and have a plan of how to treat it. I like that. I like the having the plan. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that if, if it comes your way... Uh, having a plan yeah. and maybe including other people like in your plan so that if you're not able to really like step outside of yourself and like s- see how you're doing or feeling that maybe other people can be looking for some signs and they mm-hmm. can kind of help you with your plan yeah I'm like I've told Colby like if you're not okay because also a, a partner can also not be okay oh, yeah Totally. With the changes. Like, if you're not okay and I'm not okay, like, we need to look for cues in each other. Yeah. <laughs> if we're not willing to, like, admit it in the moments. And, like, we need to be real about this and, like, yeah. how we, what our steps are to help each other. Yeah. Like, so t- just, like, telling the truth. Open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Telling the truth when you're, like, how are we doing? <laughs> are we doing okay? Mm-hmm. And you're, like, oh, yeah, got this. I'm as fine. As you, inside. like, your lip quivers. Yes. No. 
Honestly. How many times have we done that in our life? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm fine. And the and second you say it, you're just like bawling. <laughs> it's usually when you're like talking to your mom, I feel like. When you're like, oh, always. Right? It's like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just immediate wise. This is interesting. Unfortunately, your support system isn't as strong as when you were pregnant. I can see that. Yeah. I think people get, they're like so excited to like meet the baby and they're like excited, you know, especially if like for your first people, mm-hmm. it's like it leading up, it's like all the excitement leading up to it. And then it's like you have the baby and people are like, oh, they have it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> they got it all under control now. Mm-hmm. When in rally, that's like maybe the scariest part truly um let's see i tell all my new mom friends about prepping for birth per, per- why is this word always so hard perennial per- <laughs> Sorry. perennial thank you massage per- perennial massage thank you is a must mm-hmm I agree. It's it's such a hard word for me. I see it and I think of, um, which there's no reason why, of, um, and I say this wrong too. um, Oh no. Peonies. Oh no. Well, uh huh. Peonies. Do you say peonies? I say peonies and then my mom gets mad at me, says that I say (gasps) it wrong. It's peonies. And it's wow. like similar. I this word reminds me of that. I think it's like a P thing. A P thing. And like I see it, and I'm like, perne- perennial, mm-hmm. perennial, perennial, perne- You know, <laughs> just like a mess about. Well, and then there's types of flowers called perennials. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So there are so many. Yes. There's so many things going on here. Yeah. And they're all kind of. People say vaginas are like flowers, like flower. so this is all just really full circle here. We're all connected. <laughs> Thank you for the help. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I bet that is that is a must. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did um, our pelvic floor therapist also said? A hot washcloth down yes. there, like while you're like in your hospital bed, like getting ready. Make your partner keep bringing you a hot washcloth down yeah. there to stretch, get the skin loose yes. and stretchy. Yes. Um, postpartum BO is a thing and so is postpartum rage. <laughs> <laughs> this one says it's never too late for skin to skin contact. It helps regulate baby in so many ways. Hmm. Um, it's okay if you need space and time away from your kids. It's really hard sometimes. This one says that it really isn't that hard. Don't sweat the little things. I like that. Love the optimism. Yes. Your baby will frustrate you and it's okay to put your baby down in a safe place and leave the room for a few minutes. That's great advice. Like, very great advice. Mm-hmm. I, um, when I babysat my sister's kids <laughs> a few months ago, uh-huh. there was one day, um, and her kids are really cute and they're really good kids, but, like, I was a bit overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. 
there was a moment where they were all like talking at me at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they like kept going in front of the other one and like they were getting closer to me and closer to me. And I was like oh, trying no. to hear all of them and I couldn't. And I like got very stressed and I had to put up my hands and I said, stop, 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 stop. <gasps> and I said, um, you guys, please don't follow me. <laughs> I just need one second. I just need one minute. Please, please stay here. And I went into my sister's like room in her closet and I like sat there and I took a couple deep breaths, <gasps> you know, mm-hmm. just needed a second like literally it was so fast and then I felt like I could go back out there and I was a new person I was a new person and I was like okay one at a time let's address all all. concerns at one Mm -hmm. you know one at a time and it was totally you know yeah but I love that because it is okay to put your baby down and like Mm -hmm. just take a lap around the house you know 100% (laughs) deep breath too yes Mm -hmm. yes scream in a pillow if you need to Truly, whatever uh-huh. it takes. Uh huh. Ooh, I like this one. It says, "Don't lose yourself in motherhood. Your kids will thrive when they see you thrive." Love that. Ugh. I really like that. This one says, "Tons of blood after peri bottle, rock hard boobs, baby belly button care importance." That mm. people want to help. Just because you chose to have a baby doesn't mean all the weight must fall completely onto you. Everyone has their own mother intuition and don't let cultural standards of motherhood distract you from what you know you and your child and family needs. Love that. This one says your list of worries triples when you become a mom. Hmm. Great. Cool. (laughs) love that love that for me someone once told me this and it's like the most important (laughs) whatever happens between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m don't count you and your partner are both exhausted learning adapting etc and you are probably going to get annoyed with each other or maybe even say something mean but the next day let it go don't even mention it i seriously think it's like the best tip to new parents So many pointless fights in the middle of the night. Also, when the baby is new, go out to eat a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Because once they turn one, it's so insanely hard. I like that. Mm -hmm. This one says there are going to be so many different opinions and ways to do things. It is important to listen to your gut feelings and your mama instinct is always right. Take time for you every single day, no matter what that looks like. Find a good group of mom friends. Take time to squeeze your babies a little longer at night. Your heart sometimes will feel like it physically cannot even contain all the love and happiness your baby brings you, and it is absolutely the best feeling ever. Mm. Okay, yeah. Um, something I wish someone would have told me when I was pregnant was to seek help with breastfeeding. I took an online course and that was it. Then after giving birth, I received the bare minimum support in the hospital. I have an inverted nipple and was told I need to use a nipple shield the entire time I breastfed. It was the most chaotic process we had to take 
to get my little one to breastfeed every time in the beginning. I had to go back for more help to a lactation consultant and it was the most misleading and and unhelpful visit. I was told I shouldn't do both pumping and breastfeeding. Learning all this without the right support scared me and made me less confident. So many mamas want to breastfeed with confidence, but we don't have the support. Find support that you're confident with and ask all the all the questions and remember it. This one says, I wish someone told me that you not only give birth to a baby, you give birth to yourself over again. You change in so many ways, physically and mentally. I also wish someone told me that my husband is also going through a hard transition and to give him jobs to do, like dishes or laundry, snacks, skin to skin, because it helps them feel like they are a part of the journey too. Mm. Lastly, I wish someone told me about Taking Care of Babies, a sleep program designed for baby sleep. Taking Care of Babies was a major lifesaver for the first two years of my daughter's life. It is a little costly, but I wish I had bought it before I had my baby, so I was prepared. It was a must-have. Her tricks are magical for getting babies to sleep. It makes you feel confident, safe, and sleep is so important for recovery. Have you heard of that course? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's really great. Yeah. I know a lot of people that have used it. Yeah, and it's been successful. Mm-hmm. I wish someone would have told me that when I became a mother, I would suddenly and forever change. The change happens a bit when you are pregnant. And aware that your body and your choices don't just impact you, but they impact the sweet soul you are growing as well. You are truly reborn right alongside your baby. I wish I would have known that birth is so much more than we know. It's a miraculous event that stretches every part of us, and it doesn't all come to an end when birth has been completed. I also wish I would have been told that all you... All the things you think you need, you really don't. So much of it is extra, and don't get me wrong, some of it is so great, but your baby's needs are so simple. Love, patience, gentleness, and nourishment. Also, really let your body heal. You have a massive amount of healing to do after birth. The dinner plate-sized wound, where your placenta is, attached for starters. With our first, we often don't realize the importance of rest. This says... Every phase is special and difficult. Enjoy the special because it's fleeting. Endure the hard, it will pass. This was especially true for me postpartum. I felt like my whole life changed in an instant. I was healing, not sleeping, and it felt so hard to leave the house. At that point, I thought that was what motherhood looked like forever, but it got so much better so quickly. Now being a mom is my favorite part of my life, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm. see not all women love motherhood love babies and are fulfilled by raising children some want something different than what motherhood has to offer it's okay to hate it and you are still the same feminine badass with or without a child also some babies won't breastfeed no matter how hard you try oh shoot my phone just glitched <laughs> oh um let's it just says it's not only the mother's choice. Babies also decide sometimes the boob is not for them. Mm. Thank you for finishing that. Yes. This one says to just focus on you and your baby and not compare that to anyone else. I was also so I was always so stressed that I wasn't doing things right when in reality I was doing everything right and was being the perfect mom for my little babe. Who cares if your baby nurses for five minutes and your friend's baby nurses for 20? Different babies have different needs and preferences. 
I would get fixated on things that other people were doing and feel like I needed to be doing that with my baby. So unnecessary, but glad that I learned a good lesson and can be less stressed with future babies. I love this is that like, advice. Oh, so good. This is advice. also similar. She says, comparison is the thief of joy. And with social media now, it's so easy to see other moms or babies on different paths. Our babies are beautifully unique. And when we learn to love the moments they're in, instead of worrying about milestones or the future, we gain so much together as mom and baby. I wish I would have been, I wish someone would have told me that it's okay to rock your baby to sleep, to hold them while they take a nap, to nurse them to sleep, essentially being intuitive to my baby and what they needed, whether it was a book by by the book or not, is one of the best things I learned to embrace. Cute. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think the same person goes on to just say that I wish someone was real with me about the struggle that is postpartum. I suffered a third degree tear by birthing an eight pound, three ounce baby my first time. The first week after that was the hardest part of my entire journey thus far. I wish I would have vocalized how much pain I truly was in and how much help I needed but didn't want to ask for. I tried to just be strong through it and absolutely put my baby's needs first. I should have voiced my needs more in those early days, even something as simple as asking my husband to bring me the baby from his bassinet so I wouldn't have to get out of bed, which was incredibly difficult and painful for me. It's hard to ask for help as a new mom, but so important to lean on those around you. They want to help, but need you to tell them what you need. When a baby is born, so is a mother, and you both need support as you heal and grow together. This one is about expectations. We kind of touched on earlier, like saying that you need to just throw them out the window. (laughs) Um, And this includes like expectations of what kind of mother or parent you'll be, as well as your other relationships and expectations placed on you like people family and friends will also have expectations of you not necessarily in regards to your parenting but they may expect your relationship to stay the same as it was before you became a mom in many cases that's just not possible because you're now a mama and that tiny babe needs you more than anyone I wasn't prepared for all the drama and falling outs I'd have with those close to me. I wish I would have been more prepared to create boundaries and confidently draw the line in the sand. My mental health greatly suffered because of it. This one says, everyone's journey is so unique. There is so much fear around being a first-time mom and people always talk about the hard parts, but in my experience, something that has been so hard and unenjoyable for someone else could end up being your favorite part of motherhood and could be the most beautiful experience for you. Go into it with an open mind and without clouded expectations. If you go into something, labor, or etc., with an expectation that it will be scary or hard, you could miss out on something amazing. Let your experience write itself and be authentic to you and your little one, and vice versa. Don't feel bad or guilty if something ends up being more difficult for you than you thought it would be or harder than people around you have found it to be. Hmm. There is a difference between baby blues and postpartum depression. Ask for help. Don't be ashamed for feeling all the feelings you are. Although it's the happiest times, it can also be the darkest and hardest. Every baby is different. Stay off of mommy Facebook pages. I can't tell you how many times people have told me that. Well. Um, Do what works for you and your baby. No need to follow all the tricks you read online. Um. This one, this these are these are new ideas for me. Um, it says you hear about 
lightning crotch <laughs> at the end of pregnancy, but no one tells you about the lightning butthole <laughs> pains you experience after pushing a human out of your body, currently experiencing, or the postpartum night sweats. I wake up drenched in sweat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Those are new love, ideas. I love for the me. terms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that you don't have to put babies on antibiotics when they get sick or like any type of infections. No one told me that there were other routes of healing. So just, I mean, Dr. Brumley, we had on a few episodes ago, talked about. You can go naturopathic routes with your baby, and there isn't just one way. Yes. This person says, um, I learned so many things about being a mom. It's insane. How fun being a mom is. The joy comes from the smallest things that your baby do every day is so crazy. They make you so happy. A lot of people focus on the negative and the hardships, but if it was that hard, would people have as many babies as they do? It's the best. Number two, expect a lot of learning and being humbled. There were so many things I told myself I would never do as a mom that I do now. It's such a learning curve, but you have to be patient with yourself and know that it's okay to not be perfect and to mess up. Motherhood takes you to your rawest form and most vulnerable form and truly teaches you so much about yourself. I've talked to so many other moms about this and this and the huge identity shift seems to be very common. Let's see. Don't expect to be perfect and embrace being imperfect. Laugh at all the mistakes you make because there will be a lot. Patience is huge. I always knew my mother was super patient and I would say, I have no idea how you're so patient and I hope I can be that patient of of a mother. But be careful what you wish for because now I'm a mother to a two-year-old with Down syndrome and I have learned so much patience. Something that being a special needs mom has specifically taught me is that motherhood and your child's development is not a competition. You will lose so much joy if you compare yourself or your child to anybody else. Mm. Um. All right. like that is I think that's it I think we wrapped it up yes the very last yeah very last thing just said it's hard to say goodbye to all the different versions of your child that you'll meet Mm. I'm sure yeah that is I have a sister right now who is sending a daughter off to college Mm. Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's put me in this like weird time zone weird shift thing of like oh my gosh like watching her grieving saying goodbye to her daughter Mm -hmm. her oldest daughter and like I'm about to have a baby of my own and like such different phases of life and she is like my sister is like a mess (laughs) saying goodbye to her daughter and like I remember going to the hospital when she that daughter was born so crazy (laughs) And, like, it is hard. I can only imagine, like, I mean, I cried. My sister, like, made some compilation video of, like, (laughs) her daughter graduating high school and getting ready to leave. And I was sitting on the couch bawling with Colby, like, (laughs) 
I was like, I can't say goodbye to her and she's not even my kid. And so I can't imagine like all the phases that you go through as a mom and having to say goodbye to each phase and as they grow and like, how do our moms do it? How do our mom and dads do this? Right. Like, how did they do all the phases? Right. I don't get it. I don't know. I do not know. Our hearts are pretty incredible how they just like expand and adapt and can do all the things. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Ugh. Well, that was really great. That was some really good advice from everyone. Yes. Not all scary. No. Not all scary. (laughs) No. Definitely not. And even I felt like even the because people I mean, it's just what you always hear all the time it's like it's the hardest thing you'll ever do but the best thing you'll ever do the most rewarding thing and so Mm -hmm. I even feel like that was a lot of what the advice it was like okay well this part's hard but Mm -hmm. this part's so great Mm -hmm. I liked the one where she was like if it really is that hard would people have so many kids honestly (laughs) it's like that's true people wouldn't do it like some people do it like 10 times ugh (laughs) ah yeah yikes too scary for me (laughs) well it kind of goes along with our last week's episode of like sometimes choosing harder decisions can be more rewarding totally you know Mm -hmm. just to plug that last episode (laughs) i liked it to plug a little plug there you know what um I think some really uh, some good advice is to have comfy things to be in. Listen how awkward you are as you're doing an ad. <laughs> Just stuttering over all of your words. Yeah. Yeah. We're are talking we talking about, about cozy earth? <laughs> We're talking about cozy earth. <laughs> you guys, we still have a 40% off discount code for cozy earth. We thought they'd take it away from us, yeah. and they're not. So. Yeah. We don't know what we did to deserve this continuous code, mm-hmm. but we're not mm-hmm. telling them that we still have it. No. You know? We're just going to keep sneaking on through. Like, you keep using it. Yeah. And you are, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Use it for your bedding, new sheets, new pajamas. Yeah. All of it. I, I can say that I can guarantee you'll be in your cozy earth after you have your oh. baby. Duh. Oh, yeah. that's all. That's all. Right. Taking that to the hospital. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So comfy. What's our code? It is 40 flourish. Ugh. At checkout. We love. Yes. We love. So make sure to use that code. Get yourself something comfy. Mm-hmm. You deserve it. You do. Well, and we love we, you guys. We don't deserve you. You guys. Hardly. 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 (laughs) But we really do love you. So much. And again, thank you for writing in your answers. We couldn't do these without you. So that means so much to us that you write in and want to talk to us. Yes. And if anyone wants to come over and help me shave my vagina, you're welcome to come over. We can have a shaving party and watch Love Island. (laughs) Ah! How about like just the Love Island for me though? Mm, mm-hmm. 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 Which might be okay. like too, like too close to shave. <laughs> you know, I think we might just be too close for that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we love you and we will talk to you in a week. Bye. Bye. Bye.